Hello and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for a brand new episode this week um, where it's it's only me here but I'm joined by Lou still, he's, uh, he's not got his I'm camera on today, he's here. still there, um, still here. just showcasing the, the logo, um, but I, the day we're going to talk about, <laughs> the day we're going to talk about uh, the St. Johnson game, uh, it happened on Wednesday, pretty, uh, pretty slog fest of a game but uh, we'll talk about that a wee bit at the start. We'll talk about Van Bronckhorst's tactics, his subs, maybe the lack of goals in the team at the moment, what's maybe going wrong with that. Uh, Aberdeen, uh, obviously we'll talk about that, big win. Uh, Ibrox, and then we'll preview the next two games, Red Star, Belgrade in the Europa League and Dundee in the, in the Cup. So it's good to get a break for that league sort of anxiety and stress again. Um, it's always welcomed at this stage of the season. So we can sort of look forward to these two games without obviously still wanting to go and win them, but with that pressure of the league office now, it's it's nice and it's uh, as always. If you do enjoy the podcast, you can like, subscribe, and share about for us. Very much appreciated. So, well, I'm going to need to come to you first because I wasn't able to watch the St. Johnson game live when it happened. Um, I watched the highlights when I came home. I was planning on going to watch the full game, but you told me, don't even bother. So, what was what was the script on Wednesday? Shocking, mate. That's what it was. It was utterly, honestly. I wish I could get my life back for watching that game, to be fair, mate. It was, no, it was disgusting. Um, you make me think about it, Jagger. I would really like to jump at the window, mate, when I think about that game. Honestly, no, it was so bad, mate. It was just shocking. Lovely back all the way for a goal, but beyond that, mate, that's about that. There's no real, as I said, there should have been subs. Um, Arfield should have come off. One or two of them looked a bit leggy, but I don't know what Gio was playing it. Maybe he was trying to torture him. Um, but I, shocking on Wednesday. Aye, well, obviously, Nice bit of quality for the goal, right enough. Um, nice pass from Morelos Kamara, a guy who really finds himself in that position, composed and, and slots at home nicely. We're 1-0 up. Um, Morelos obviously hits the post as well. Just after that, Arfield, I've seen on the highlights as well, had had a golden opportunity. Goldson's um, header was ruled Stavro. offside. Stavro, he had, to be honest with you, mate, should have been, should have been a three or a four for me, but um, I, I feel just couldn't put the ball in the box, mate. Couldn't put it in the net. Aye, I've seen the one he blazed over the bar as well. Um, I, I might be in the first half, second half, I can't remember. But um, I sort of poor showing, poor pitch. St Johnston, a poor team, didn't really trouble us uh, for what I saw. And um, the, the main thing was three points. Also, we've not won away from home since that Hearts game, two nothing. So it was good to get a win on the board away from home, and get another win in the league because uh, we haven't even been doing that at home. So, um, aye. Although it wasn't the most glorious performance, the three points was was big. Uh, Van Bronckhorst came under a lot of criticism uh, after that game for not making any subs for sort of... The, the players look tired in the pitch. Like, you've got a bench available, five subs, uh, no changes were made. The sort of lack of goals, the lack of hunger, maybe to go and kill a game off uh, at times as well is, is frustrating for a lot of people. But it is frustrating for me anyway, watching like that game ticked down on my phone and I'm, I'm I'm waiting to see if is the inevitable going to happen are they going to equalise are we going to actually go and score or uh, when I would like to see is taking control of the game more and make it more comfortable for ourselves but what's your thoughts on on Van Bronckhorst um, obviously against St Johnston um, didn't really make any subs felt that the game sort of needed something though didn't it definitely did need some um, that was probably the I definitely should have made subs that game. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and slate the guy. 
some people are. I really do don't think he des- deserves that. I'll be, as I said, mate, I'll be honest with you, do you know what I mean? Wasn't wasn't my first choice, if you be honest with you, but I'm not gonna slate him. He's a manager, we back him. Whatever happens at the end of this season, he'll still be the manager and he's gonna have a full season. You look at his record so far, it's pretty decent. Is it uh, only one defeat? We obviously mm. know who that's to. Um but but in terms of the subs and the changes, it obviously it's important to fresh the game up and you know it needs it. I'm happy my boy. Um he brought my boy on um, in the next game we'll probably talk about obviously but um, I know definitely on Wednesday night we needed so we need to be being fresh and so really did feel that um, your boy from Man United would have been a good shout um, or any day really would have been a good shout because that game on Wednesday was it was honking me <laughs> I mean even you've got um, you've got Alex Lowry in the bench that game as well even just for a bit of aye, that's an all freshness that was what I was looking at I thought to myself that's a bit of quality bring him on changes the game up I watched him play, as I say, that Sevilla game. Um, and that part was just as bad. And he's running circles around people. Get the boy on. Mm-hmm. No, no, I would like to see him being given more of an opportunity as well. Especially with Aribo recently. Um, he's looking really, really tired. He plays in that sort of same position as him as well. So I would like to see Lowry, if on the bench, get um, a bit more game time um, if he is available. Obviously, oh, Ramsey's back definitely. now as well. So maybe tough for him. Uh. Yeah, it's going to be tough, mate, but one thing I'll say about Joe Rebo, I know you just touched on him there, at least he was one of them that came out and admitted his performances haven't been good, and I like mm-hmm. that about him a lot. I really love that about Joe, he's really honest with himself, and he's been honest and said to his, his performance, so I, I'm I'm happy with Joe, his, his attitude there, it shows that he knows he has to improve, mm-hmm. and his performances haven't been good enough. And that's exactly, if, if you're looking at that as a player, um, obviously we can see it as fans, and, but to admit it as a, as a player, as it takes a lot, obviously you don't want to I just think that shows the character Joe Rebo is that he's determined to always be the best um, and he'll always admit if he's fallen short he has fell short since obviously coming back for the winter break a lot of the team have uh, to be fair but uh, you're looking at him a guy who's so good in the, the first half of the season to maybe carry it on into the, this title run and I'm hoping maybe he'll get a rest soon obviously he's going to be in Nigeria as well again so there's another two games he'll, he'll have to play so maybe looking at um freshen up the squad a wee bit and maybe setting him out but he's such a vital player that he can play in so many positions with the games coming up he's always one of the guys you you want to look at but maybe um, it's time to give him a, a bit of a rest on the bench um, but I, I'm, I'm fully behind Van Bronckhorst I know pe- people get um, <clears throat> people get frustrated when especially on Wednesday I don't understand why you wouldn't just make a sub when you're winning 1-0 you kill a bit of time off but especially when the game needed it. I just thought that was quite baffling at times. But um, on Saturday, he made the changes and it worked again uh, in our favour. He obviously done it against Borussia Dortmund, where he, where he moved the Lundstrom into the back five and he sort of uh, changed the game that way. And again, in Aberdeen, we, he changed the game uh, with substitutions and, and took a big risk. But obviously, the, the first thing is 150 years of Rangers. It was nice to see all the... The TIFOs and ever near the stadium. Uh, I thought it was very well done for the Union Bears, and uh, not actually Rangers, a club uh, who never seem to really provide much in terms of match day sort of TIFOs and all that. The Union Bears, again, showing why they're a, a class above. They should be getting the full stand behind that goal because um, mm. fantastic work again. Oh, sensational work again, mate, for the, for the Union Bears, mate. I loved the display. I loved showing the moments throughout the years. Um, yeah. 
No, no, it was good. It was it was a good way to start, obviously, the occasion. A uh, big occasion for the club. I thought they were going to come out in that white top, but uh, <laughs> uh, thank God that didn't happen because you knew it was going to happen if we if we ended up uh, pointing that kit. Um, looking at the, the team as well, it was sort of similar to, to I think what everybody was expecting. Fashion, obviously, back in for the start. Uh, Arfield dropping to the bench. Um, Barisic came back in, Bassi at centre-half. I just feel... I think it's time to really stop that sort of experiment. If, if you've got only Bassi and Barisic available to play, I, of course, you need to make do. But if you've got Holander and Balogun on the bench, I feel like the back four should be settled. It should be Bassi at left-back and it should be either one of Holander or Balogun at centre-half for me. I just Because we're always changing it. Like, no matter who we're playing, Barisic always gets brung off and we bring on Balogun anyway. So I just think save yourself substitution play what you know what's right and um, I, I just, just feel settling the back four was a big reason why we've done so well last year It was massive mate it was massive and these are only about the white strippers sorry my connection keeps popping in and out there mate but no listen I was disappointed we didn't wear the white kit we are talking about wearing it didn't turn around wearing it um, so I was disappointed but no I agree with you and also I think Balogun and Hollander offer a lot more in terms of set pieces as well um, Barisic for me is done I don't know I'm sick of the whole oh he's confident no he's done I just think we need to move past him Bassi's the number one left back um, as you're saying centre half wise obviously Balogun and Hollander tend to, tend to rotate them and it's just it just makes a lot more sense obviously we get what he's something else so it gives you it gives you a better um, options if you need them going forth like we did um, with my boy Kiamaru coming on doing a business um, don't want to hear him to talk bad about him my man is the top dog um, raise the roof. Nah, I, I, th- I think you're right. Obviously, with the 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 defensive approach as well, it, settling the back four is is probably the way you go forward. Barisic, I didn't feel had his worst game. To be honest with you, I thought it was it was all right, but he's just not oh, offering you the same as with with Barisic with the left back. I was a bit reckless and always high foot sometimes. Um, I thought as well, mate. But apart from that, he did he look decent, but. I definitely think Calvin's the number one left back, mate. Especially in the first half, though, I thought Barisic was the was the one guy that was really committing and, and trying to get forward, which you could maybe say that he doesn't do uh, often. He was trying to get any challenges and, and win the ball back. I thought he had a decent first half and a, a largely poor first half. He didn't get going at all. We couldn't have any answer for, for breaking Aberdeen down. Obviously, they are going to come set up defensively. That just shows you how far they've fallen. Obviously, in the bottom three of the league, and they're, they're coming to frustrate us. Obviously, they will, but to not really even pose an attacking threat is, is, is poor from an Aberdeen point of view, I would say, because they've always given us a, a pretty good game, end-to-end sort of football. But they sat in. Um, it was hard to break them down, uh, but then it would be hard to break them down when we are showing no real quality to really do that. Like not really try to break the lines. The passing was poor, no sort of creativity, invention in, in the final third. Kamara in the first half obviously hit the post um, just sort of narrowly off Joe Lewis, but that was about it. Uh, in terms of the first half action, it was it was poor and you're thinking same old sort of story, like the big occasion, are we going to come out and are we going to drop more points at home or are we going to, are we going to actually show a bit of character and, and get the victory? And the second half was better. Um, definitely, it couldn't be worse than the first half. I thought the first half was really, really poor. Um, 
came out in the second half, a bit more hunger. Obviously, you've seen Van Bronckhorst made that change, put uh, put Bassett left back, Balogun on. Uh, it just sort of utilises Kent a bit more as well. He seems more at home when Bassett's at left back for me. I definitely does, mate. I would agree with that. He seems a bit... It's, I think he's building up that relationship as well, man. Bas- uh, sorry, Balogun's... Uh, my boy Calvin, how can I forget his name? He's played most of the, the season out there, so I think that relationship starting to blossom. It does, it does look like a good partnership with the two uh, on the left-hand side, obviously. And Barisic were fantastic last season, but I don't know really what it is with Barisic, but um, I definitely, my boy and him have struck up a better relationship. The first half was shocking, mate. Nobody gonna lie, first half was shocking. How do you not come out with all the banners and everything that had been done? I know came out in the first minute with a bit of fight, a bit of hunger when you get two or three in the first, the first half for me. Um, I think the second half it only really picked up a wee bit better I definitely but it only really picked up before the goal for me mm-hmm. um, personally mate but aye I know I would say so as well it was although we were sort of pushing and, and we were showing a bit more sort of urgency to, to get a goal like I, you're right like we didn't get our first shot on target until about the 70th minute um, which again is well, it 20 shots it's poor aye 20, 20 shots, shots we had aye Shocking, mate. That is shocking for me. And, and it was only one now. For around the, the stands and the people around me as well, there was a lot of criticism for, for Fashion Sakala um, during that game. Um, I was I was raging, to be honest with you, when, when he got subbed off. Although, in front of goal, he's raw. He's really got no big deal of composure yet uh, in a Rangers shot. Uh, didn't obviously hit anything on target, but he's always the guy that's picking up the ball and and try to try to do something, try to take shots on, and and obviously it's a striker's instinct to do that. And when I seen Arfield coming on for him at the time, uh, sitting, I'm like, why we need a goal? Like obviously people were raging at the the Morelos uh, substitution for Roof, and I was thinking, why are we bringing on the midfield for a for a striker? We should really be going to go and win this game. I know he's had plenty of opportunities today, and he's not put any in but surely one's going to fall off uh, and and he might put it in the net but um he was a guy that came under a lot of criticism with with people around me basically saying nah he's not good enough to play for rangers um obviously you you hear shouts of that for everybody but uh, i thought he was getting it pretty a lot of stick actually and on saturday for a lot of people i know he didn't have his best game probably not the best game to play him in mm-hmm. where a team's sitting in and you're not going to really Utilize what he's best at, but um, what, what was your thoughts on him? No, listen, mate, I thought he was, he was decent. Who we talking about here again? So, man, like, no. what's this? What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, uh, Oh, Sakala, no, listen, Sakala is, as we say, um, can get frustrated with him at times. I do, as you said before, um, on the last podcast, I do feel like he sometimes he just hits in hopes. I would like to see him beat a man, um, now and then, maybe play the passing in the first half, like he took a run. Um, obviously down the right and then I think Kamara was on the edge of the box and I think he just continued to run I think if he passed it obviously Kamara there there's a chance for in the box but uh, no that's nice to call off there's a lot of quality decent player as, as we're talking about here Um, it can be frustrating as I've seen at times but no nah, mate I thought he, he had a decent game yesterday Um, but as I said mate for me it really just changed when my boy Kimar came on um, and got the scrappy goals Um, yeah, I'm just thinking myself as was said um, when the games was drawn, the Dundee game, the Ross County game, the Motherwell game. My boy's playing, I'm telling you, he gets a goal. Obviously, you were at the game. You see when the, um, 
he, he was coming off for the weren't they, boo, they weren't they booing him coming on were they no him? what were they booing for the I think the big thing obviously it's 78 minutes like you've got 12 minutes aye. left to obviously really you want to keep Morelos on well, aye you've got 12 minutes you left to, on and you want to go through to it. aye obviously you want your two strikers on the park to try and get the best opportunity to score and I get that that's that's why the, the fans were booing they weren't booing Kimar Roof coming on the pitch by any means like nowhere at all it was the fact that Van Bronckhorst was taking off a striker and not playing two strikers ah, and bringing aye. another midfielder like yeah. I think a lot of people were frustrated because they just didn't see where a goal was coming from. I, me personally, I was like, nah, it's just one of these days again. Like, we've had t- too many of these days. Uh, he brings Roof on, and I've got to again uh, applaud Van Bronckhorst for doing that. Like, that was a big risk to, especially with the fans' reaction as well, take off Morelos, bring on Roof, and, and have confidence that Roof's going to get you the goal. And he eventually he did do that. Um, Exactly, as you say, if, if he's in the right place at the right time, it's nine times out of ten going to be a goal. He's a top, top player. Um, he's obviously struggled with injuries, as Van Bronckhorst even... said. So uh, it was good to see him on the pitch. I know. It's even he's hanging with the goal. He didn't even... It was just a wee touch. That's what I'm on about. That's what we're talking about. His movement, he's always there. He always knows where to put the ball, do you know what I mean? So for me, it was definitely, as you said, Gio does deserve praise for making the sub. Um, so I probably couldn't make him on the Wednesday, but that's all right. We can we can forgive that. We get the win. The win, as I said to you, mate, these are all cup finals now. It would be nice, especially obviously, um, we've got the game in against Aberdeen. Um, to go out there and get get a couple and show that we're, we're still in it. Um, I would have liked a, a real nice score. And I'm, I'm really hoping we can beat a team a good three or four. That's what I'm really wanting for this team. I just want to see that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the wins, as I said to you, mate, are just as important. Um, the three points are but it's all that matters. I know everyone's going on about you as we're talking about here, but I mean. I'm no, I don't doubt the guy whatsoever. Um, I have belief in him. I do, as I said, with the whole Barisic stuff, I'm no, just, I really think the guy's gone this summer for me personally. Um, but with, every way, as I said, the second half, it's when it really picked up. First half was just, it was a miserable game. I couldn't believe the way we were, we were playing that first half. But second half, my boy came out and put the ball in the net. I was, I was happy, Jack. I mean, exactly. you said you were almost, you were over the railings. I grab it's, grab it's, it's just it's that big a goal honestly like, it's just one that you never really felt was coming and just seeing that ball mm. go in the net and get the goal and it's, it's it was obviously um, a big moment uh, for the season anyway especially what happened yesterday Celtic getting their victory as well like, if we couldn't afford to drop any more points I, the league was done it. so it's, it's a man, really deal, let me do <laughs> I know I know let me do um, what's that all about it was a really big victory just for that that reason as well for them, obviously picking up another three points. And we are still obviously at that, that three-point threshold with two old firm games and all that still we go. So uh, you want to still be in touch and distance. There's still plenty of games, plenty of football to be played. Um, I just hope the, the overall performance improves in front of goal because what we'll say about it is against Aberdeen, we never looked like we were going to concede a goal, which is good. Um the sort of defensive approach was, was good. Aberdeen never had a sniff, really. And then if they did, I, I felt comfortable. Conor Goldson thought it was really good in the defence, especially in the second half, where if Aberdeen were breaking up the pitch and, and he was cutting it off. So, uh, never looked no, really like conceding a goal. Defensively, no. It didn't look like conceding a goal at all. But, as you say, going forth, 20 shots. You can't have 20 shots and only win one now for me. I, 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 I don't even know what it is. I really do think a lot of these players... Three or four. I do think a lot of them will be out in the summer. I really don't think Gio. As I said, I don't. I'm not going to hang with him. For me personally, I, I'm back the guy. Um, but no, 
20 shots, you can't just win 1 0 for me. Even that. I just think that's that's no good, man. Aye, in, fr- in front of goal, we've, we've been poor. He's actually, you've had 20 shots, only two of them are on target. Like, it's it's poor not even test the goalkeeper. And I can understand Jim Goodwin coming out and being frustrated at getting beat 1 0 when we haven't really tested the goalie as well. I can understand that that viewpoint for him. But, um, the, the matter of fact is we get the three points. It was big. It felt big in Ibrox uh, on Saturday um, to go level on points again and, and stay in touch and distance, obviously, until the day after was uh, was good. And hopefully we can just keep keep going on like this. I, I'm not too bothered at this stage of the season in terms of the league if we're grinding out 1-0 wins and we're, we're still winning games. Um, obviously, you want to see that sort of attacking football and, and you want to blow teams away more often. I get that. But I've seen a... Perfect tweet on on Twitter saying if eight more of these scrappy one 0 wins and we we win the league, so you've got to take take account and look at it that way. It's a tough part of the season. We're picking Absolutely. up six points for not playing well. So right. no, I agree with you. I agree with you, mate. But see the same time and all, I do want to see a bit of quality out there as well. I'm all for the cup wins. Do you know what I mean? As I say, one 0 cup finals. I'm all for it. But see the same time, I do want to see a bit of quality and also mm-hmm. think about goal difference as well. No, um, I think. You know what I mean? I'd like to see, I'd like to see us put the ball in the back of the net a bit more. I mean, obviously we're going to be talking about good to have a wee break for the stress for the week, because um, it's no good for the heart, is it, Jack? It's no good for the heart. Um, so it's nice to focus on, you know, European runs and the cups. And I mean, it's it's massive for us this cup game as well, by the way, because mm-hmm. we haven't been this close to to getting a, a wee bit of cups everywhere in a wee while. It feels like. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely, I mean, I'm I'm just. Looking forward to not having to think about the league and constantly check the table and seeing what's going on because, as you say, mate, it's no good for the heart whatsoever. No, no, definitely. It's good to get a break for that. But the last wee bit on Aberdeen, I was wanting to say, was um, the, re- the return to the, the team, obviously, for Glenn Kamara over the past few weeks. Got a goal, man of the match against St Johnston, man of the match again against Aberdeen, obviously, sets up the goal. Looks revitalised for me. Looks like the maybe the spell on the bench and Lundstrom and Jack coming into that position for him has sort of spurred them on because he looks like the Glenn Kamara of like last season for me. I'm I'm really enjoying watching him in the side again uh, after him being so negative in terms of uh, the start of the season and, and he's, the way he's went on with his form. But I still see him getting a lot of criticism that like everything sort of breaks down when it falls to Glenn Kamara. But then he goes and creates you a goal. He scores the goal on Wednesday. Like I get that he's maybe a bit slow on the ball but he's that type of player he's uh, he's a defensive minded midfielder of course he's his mm. first instinct's not always to go forward it's to keep the ball and keep it moving on but I, I think he's been I very know. good over the past few weeks no he has listen he's, he's been he's been decent uh, honestly Jack that's what you do um, when you're, you're going in the summer uh, no I'm always you uh, <laughs> listen uh, he's been he's been good I mean the, the goal itself that he got to the is fantastic Um but for me, I mean, he's not the only one whose his performances haven't been near enough good enough this season, mate. So mm-hmm. it is nice to see him come back into form. As I said at the start, it's nice that my boy Aribo came out and said, look, I've not been good enough compared to Tavernier when he, he didn't have the ball. He came out and said, um, I wasn't good enough for that that goal with Motherwell. Um, so it's nice to see people come out and say, look, we haven't been performing well, well. And then people step up and just, just perform. It's nice. Um, mm-hmm. But my boy Gregory Stewart doesn't have to worry about that because he's getting the Ballon d'Or this season, so I that definitely contenders wouldn't wouldn't surprise me one bit. Um, but we'll leave that leave that for the very end. Um, 
Aye, moving on, Phil, so another victory then, Red Star in the Europa League. Attention's turned to the, the Europa League again, obviously. It's nice to be included in it. The the main incentive's always the league, but we we games coming up with, with this big opportunity to go through again, which is uh, which is important for us. Red Star at the weekend, although you could maybe say their leagues are no shot, there's two teams in it, uh, Partizan, Belgrade and, and, and Red Star. Uh, the two teams at the top, five nothing victory for Red Star at the weekend. Two players I feel that we'll need to watch out for. Uh, they've obviously they've got Dragovic on their books for uh, former Bayer Leverkusen and Leicester defender. Uh, they've got him, so he played with when he actually played with Bayer Leverkusen as well. So um, decent enough I defender, uh, good quality. Obviously playing with, with two top teams and. The two players that are sticking out for me is Alexander Katai and uh, Marco Evanich. The, the two of them, sort of attacking midfielders, wingers, um, seem to be the two most attacking players for, for Red Star. Two players to watch out for. Evanich, 100%, looks um, looks the one to watch for me. Uh, I think we're linked with him in the summer uh, or, or the season before, if I can remember rightly, we were interested in this guy. So, his numbers are really good. Um, Katai as well. Since he was in, he was in America. I think he was in Spain as well. Uh, he's come back to Red Star, and he's he's scoring all the time, every game. I think he's got seventeen goals this season. Yeah, uh, he's played seventy games since he came back and scored about fifty goals. So definitely, a guy to watch out for that can they can score goals for him. Um, and it's going to be one of these sort of tricky ties. I feel like going into it like. Obviously, we feel that Ibrox, we should go and blow them away. Um, we've not done that often at Ibrox, really, at all this season. But to get a healthy lead and, and hopefully progress uh, going to Serbia the week after will be good. Um, but we'll just need to watch for Red Star. I don't feel it will be as sort of straightforward no, as a lot of people going to be a comfortable game. And, uh, it's definitely not going to be as comfortable as people make it out to be. Listen, a lot of people are thinking themselves it's going to be a scared of horror. You've named some top-class players there, mate. Um, so it definitely is going to be a challenging game. I'm kind of comparing it to um, the mob we played last season, and it was a uh, kind of high-scoring game. Um, Belgian mob, what was their name again? Royal. Oh, Royal Antwerp. I'm comparing it to them. Similar, a lot of people didn't know much about them, and then we ended up on playing them, and we turned out we had some great games to football against them. So, I mean, that way, Ty looks pretty intimidating. If you're, you're a player, you should be up for that. You should look forward to that. I mean, what an atmosphere that'll probably be. But equally, when we get them over here, we've got to make it as um, uncomfortable for them and, and try and get a, a healthy league going over there. Because as I say, obviously we all know the league's the main thing, but it's, it's nice to be in these competitions. And why not try and, the way I'm hanging at the moment, you know what, see if we're winning Champions League football, see if we just go for winning the Europa League. That's the way I'm hanging myself. I'll be honest with you. I'm hanging myself. Let's go and just go for it. What's the worst thing that could happen? But this team definitely, as you said, let's do some quality players there. Um, it's definitely going to be a challenging fixture for the boys. Nah, it'll be, it'll be a tough fixture, definitely. The good thing, obviously, I, well, I prefer the, the reverse how we're playing this way. I prefer the way we play Dortmund. We go over there ah, first yeah. and then come to Ibrox. Then, but like, maybe the incentive for the team is to go out and kill the tie in the first leg this time. Because um, you don't obviously want to worry about going to Serbia and maybe nil-nil or one, one each or something like that. Like, you want to go over there knowing that you've got a good... A good lead in hand. And... Lead, mate. Just a good lead and mm-hmm. be able to refresh the team, maybe give something that allow him some minutes in Europe away. Um, because for me, it's important that we do 
utilise the squad in the second leg if it is a, a good league for us uh, in the first leg. <clears throat> Definitely. And the team I'm going to go with for, for, for the first leg on Thursday is I'm going to go McGregor, Tavenier, Goldson, uh, Balligan, Bassey. I think Lundstrom Jack play again. Uh, obviously, we were talking at the start of the episode about Joe Rebo, but I, I just feel that, again, he's going to probably play. Big player for the occasion. Top players. Hopefully, he can he can do something for us. Um, Morelos, Ken, and I did have Kemal Roof in there starting, but just because of what Van Bronckhorst said I, um, after the game that he'd been struggling with injury, and that's why he's not featured, I don't expect him maybe to start. It'd be nice to see that front three again, right enough, but uh, worked well for his last season under Steven Gerrard um, playing that front three. I would prefer Roof through the middle, but if we're going to obviously start him, I think he'd maybe think play, play out there. Maybe like obviously I, I, Scott Arfield's a midfielder, but him playing sort of like a second striker in a way. No, I mean, it's, listen, that's what I was about to say. I'd like to see him play with the two of them up top, man. I really would. I'd like to see Morelos and uh, my boy Kimar play up top together, but. I really expect Ryan Jack to come back in as well. Best midfielder of Scotland on his day, no problem. Um, and all I got team my lot. Mm-hmm. Nah, if, probably something similar. I wouldn't be surprised if it's probably Arfield out there or, or Fashion Sakal. Obviously, Ramsey was on the bench as well. Um, hopefully, going to get some minutes. It'd be nice to see him uh, start uh, the game against Red Star, but it'd I think maybe nice the weekend's game. It'd be nice to see him. Uh, it'd be nice to see Ramsey play and get some minutes. Um, I do want to see him play because, as we say, mate, there's quality there, and um, I just don't want it to be a case where he's just injured up here, and mm-hmm. it's what people thought it was going to be. I'd like to see him get some minutes, man, and play. Nah, I'm definitely looking for him to make an impact um, sooner rather than later, and hopefully we can go into this game and and actually go for it, win the game. Uh, what I'm looking for, as we say, is just a comfortable sort of deficit to take. Uh, back to Serbia and, and hopefully get the job done over there and um, for me progressing into the next phase of Europa League is something we've not been able to do in past seasons we've always felt at this hurdle so it'd be nice to sort of get over go over this Aye, it'd be nice to, nice to get over the hurdle definitely mm-hmm. it'd be nice to just I want Barcelona I keep saying it every time I'm on here with you mate. I want Barcelona I want, I want that big game mm-hmm. um, but it'd be just nice to get through as you say it's definitely going to be a difficult fixture it would be nice to get through into the, the next stages because I'm telling you, if there's a chance to get Champions League football automatically, I'm honestly feel more confident about winning the Europa League than, than potentially the league this season. <laughs> I know, it's the way it is. I know, it's weird. Um, but then Sunday as well, Dundee in the Cup, uh, up at Dens Park, away, um, which hasn't really suited us recently. But uh, Dundee are, are a poor side this season. They've obviously went through a change of manager as well. They've never really got going at all this season. Just beaten 4-0 by Livingston a couple of weeks ago as well. So um, definitely a, a big opportunity to get through in the Cup. Uh, we should be going there and hopefully uh, getting through in the Cup, definitely. Um, tough. It is a tough venue to go to any, any away game. No, it, is it is a tough venue, but oh. I'm expecting us to get the job done here. I'm expecting you guys to get the job done and I'm actually hoping that we can score three or four in this game really for me this has got to be a game for me where we, we look to be ruthless um, depending obviously depends on what happens on the Thursday night hopefully no injuries fingers crossed but no mate I'm, this is a game for me where I'm hoping we can score three or four um, maybe a wee bit of changes for the team definitely will be the same same back 
the same. I mean, McLaughlin, I'd like to see McLaughlin come in. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be nice, some actually. Changes in, some changes in the, the middle. Because usually, as I say, you usually have obviously McGregor's the main keeper. He's not going to drop him, which is a shame. Um, but McLaughlin, for me, should get give him the cup run then. If you're not going to play him at Angry, you've got to stick with him in the cup. Um, definitely as a top keeper as well. Somebody that we've been shooting for to get into the, the league games. But I, mm-hmm. this game for me, mate, needs to be a three or a four for me. Just make a statement. It'd be nice. No, hundred percent. I'm looking for that that statement performance to come. Um, seems like Hearts obviously at home was was a big statement performance, and then Motherwell this season have been probably two biggest. Um, but looking at at the team for this one, as you say, McLaughlin, be nice to see him in. I don't know if he's going to stick with McGregor, but do you know what? I'll go out there. I'll, I'll put McLaughlin in goals. It'd be nice to see him be the cup keeper. Tavernier Goldson. Halander, I think, will come in for this one. Obviously, you want to rotate him and him and Balogun as much as you can. So they're both obviously still playing, but both fit. Uh, so I think Halander comes in. Bassey at left-back has to be. Uh, if Kamara doesn't start um, the game on Thursday, which I don't expect him, I think uh, he'll come in with Lundstrom. Aaron Ramsey, for me, is starting. Uh, and Adibo Morelos and Kent will be the front three, I think. Be nice to see Ahmad Diallo back. Um, still not turned on on the guy yet. Hopefully he's back in the squad. It was unfortunate here that he was injured, um, because I felt like that could be two big games for him to get important game time and and really show what he could do. And especially when we're playing really poor. So hopefully he's back in the squad, um, and hopefully we can go and get two victories this week. I'm buzzing to see Aaron Ramsey. It was it was nice to see him on the bench. I'm I'm really looking forward to this guy. Uh, hopefully making an impact soon, but. That's the team I've went with. It has probably be a bit of rotation, especially what we're going to put into Thursday's game, ah, I would imagine. So, mm. um, aye. It'd be nice to see Lowry uh, come in as well for that game. Mate. That's what I'd kind of like to see. agree with most of that team. I'd like to see Dabo come back in and all. What's the situation with Dabo and all? Because it seems to be for everyone's forgot about me. But I'd, I'd be nice to see uh, Lowry come back into the team for me in the Dundee game. And um, if Dabo's fit, I'd, I'd like to see Dabo be involved in my boy Kima. And mm-hmm. you've got to hang with listen. I, 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 there's a couple of them that are probably are definitely away um, in the summer, but I, I'm really just, I, I'm the same as you. I'd like to see that boy play, and we've got him going for United. Um, but I'd just like to see a couple of fresh changes. I feel like Dundee's a game we can kind of do. The team mm-hmm. struggling what on form. They've got a new manager coming to the doors, we've just said there. So, But then again, you don't to want to underestimate because they're they're in the cup still. They're wanting no, no, to get through as not. well. That's, ah, the, that's the thing not. I think we need to look at, like, it's nice to also rotate the squad. Definitely bringing in quality. Balogun or Hollander for me, take your pick. Both really top centre halves, especially with the midfield as well. Like Lundstrom, Jack, Kamara, take take your pick in there as well. Um, Ramsey, Arfield, Aribo. We've got quality within the squad. I feel like it can go and, go and do a job. So, um, aye, it's it's good for us to, to be able to maybe rotate that a wee bit, especially with being Dundee, but we can't under, obviously underestimate Dundee. They're going to want to get through in the cup as much as, as we are. So um, it's going to be an interesting week to look forward to. Hopefully we see an improvement on the overall 90-minute performance. Hopefully we start putting chances away and putting teams to bed early. Um, that's that's probably the main thing. And then Greg Stewart, of course, uh, killing it, Stewart, as you said, I, Ballon d'Or running. A bit more enthusiasm in your voice. Greg Stewart. Greg Stewart. All right, I know I've been cutting in and out about this episode, but this isn't what I was going to miss here. All right, Greg Stewart, my boy, Jack, tell the people what you've been doing. Ballon d'Or candidate, yes, absolutely. Uh, again, another big victory for his team. 5-1, I think it was. 
two assists and man of the match again. So I think that leaves him on 11 goals and 10 assists for the season so far, which is mental numbers. Um, and exactly, exactly, he's killing it. No, um, I think I think my Ballon d'Or winners this season are the are the top three. Um, probably Mbappe, Salah, and then probably Greg Stewart will just pip it. I think. Well, listen, you're wrong there. It's Greg Stewart all day long. Salah been ripping it up um, in the Premiership. I'll give him that. But uh, it's not quite the Indian you know Super League. Greg Stewart. Uh, exactly. No, like my boy Greg Stewart doing the business. And to be honest with you, if he was playing for us, he'd be he'd be having twenty a season, mate. To be honest with you, again. <laughs> of course, but um, I that's that's pretty much the episode for this week. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Just before you go, just want to apologise to the viewers. Um, they can't see my lovely face, and uh, I just apologise about the internet connection, you know. But I. Listen, next next episode we'll be back to our best, back to seeing my lovely little face on the telly, um, or on the YouTube's, um, we'll be talking more about my boy Greg Stewart and hopefully Rangers doing the business, um, because that's what's important is us doing the business. Of course, I so I appreciate you for coming on, even though you had a bit of the trouble with internet and all that. We eventually get the episode um, done. And I hopefully we'll see your face on on the screen next week again. But as always, uh, appreciate you for tuning in. Yeah, I do like that. Make freshen up the look. Make grow a beard. Slick my hair back like yourself there, looking very dapper. Right. Well, we'll see next week what you're up to then. Um, but I, as always, if you could like, subscribe, and, and share about for us, very much appreciated. We'll be back next week, hopefully covering two two positive results, and then looking forward to again the the league resuming. Um, next week <laughs> which uh, the stress will return but until then cheers and we'll see you later